All right, so I want to talk about something that I've been um, thinking about, and that is to date or to not date single mothers. If you're a single young man living in this uh, modern world, you've likely realized and seen the um, overabundance of young single mothers now um, and been realizing that, you know, while of course you can date a single woman um, because a lot of these women come with baggage, you know, um, it comes down to you have to start considering whether or not, um, you know, it would necessarily benefit you to date a single mother. Now, my situ, my, my thing is, okay, I'm not one of those people who talk, who, who say things like never date a single mother. Um, but what I will say is my, I wouldn't do it. You know, I personally wouldn't do it. And that's because I don't hear Here's, here's my thing. I take fatherhood or parenthood in general so fucking seriously that I want to make sure that if I'm if I'm providing for a child, you know, if I'm if I'm being responsible for, if I'm being responsible for another kid's of a child's well-being, I want to make sure it's mine, you know? I don't I don't want to be the guy. I get it, you know? I understand sometimes you have to be the father that stepped up, you know, that I'm not the stepdad, I'm the I'm the dad that stepped up. Sometimes you got to be that but I don't gotta be that, you know, and I and I kind of don't want to be that because if if I become a dad, I'm gonna be logging in twenty five hour shifts, you know. I I, I don't want to. I want to make sure I log in as much shifts as possible, so I make as much money as possible, so I can provide for my children, you know, and my and my spouse. Where that goes, where that goes wrong when it comes down to dating a single a, a single mother is. I don't want to be doing that level of work and putting myself and my body through that level of stress for a child that isn't mine, mainly because that child has another dad, you know, and some people say, hey, sometimes that dad doesn't want to step up. And I understand that. But at the same, at the same time, my immediate guess is why the hell was that girl getting involved with a guy who quite clearly and doesn't want to take care of her in the first place, you know. I get it. Some guys lie and pretend to be uh, in the relationship 100% and then flake as soon as the girl gets pregnant. But, I mean, these guys, I don't know. Every time a girl tells me stories like these, you know, about their ex that flaked on them once he got pregnant or flaked on them once uh, because of something, it's, it's so flagrantly obvious to me um, based off of that guy's character, the description, and the entire buildup to the, um, to the flaking event that I can't, I don't understand how these girls didn't see the red flags, you know, they, my, my thing is, a lot of girls, they, they get involved with shitty guys, and then act surprised when these shitty guys do shitty guy things, you know what I mean, that's, that's what's, that's what's very like interesting to me. Whenever I see situations where uh, I know I know I talk about girls or women doing shitty things to guys, but whenever whenever I hear about situations about girls or guys that do shitty things to other to their girls, it's it's almost so obvious uh, uh, based off of that character 
They'll say things like, he, he never wanted to take pictures with me online. It's like, of course he didn't. That would, mar- that would make you his girlfriend online to the other girls, and you'd be take- he'd be taken in their eyes. So he doesn't want to ruin his chances with other girls. But they don't, they, don't, they don't connect the dots, or they'll say things like, he just doesn't, he doesn't seem very interested in a, in a relationship. Of course he's not. He's just fucking you. But like, what, but these girls can't see it. Because a lot of girls have it in their head that they're going to get the bad boy and be able to change him. Do you know what I mean? They, they think that somehow their pussy power is going to be able to change his character or, or his personality. It's like, ladies, I'm sorry to tell you, you will never be able to change a guy by, by yourself unless he himself is willing to change. You know, if and if you're dating a shitty guy, he's definitely not gonna be not gonna want to change unless, of course, he's he's he deals with a traumatic life event that forces him to reevaluate his life, and and even then, that reevaluation may lead to him cutting you off immediately because he decide he want to be he wants to get serious about his life and his goals. So, like when girls talk about all these, like oh, men aren't shit. It's because, like, girls get involved with shitty guys who, ha- who have no intention of getting involved who, uh, getting involved deeper aside from the sex and then act surprised when that shitty guy does shitty guy things because they had thought that they were capable of changing that guy's personality through the magical power of pussy or love or something like that. And I don't know. I, I can't... I, I'm not saying I don't sympathize. I definitely sympathize, you know, like I understand how somebody can be deceived by a good liar, but at the same time, a lot of these guys are not good liars, like they don't, they're not even trying to lie, they just don't tell the truth, meaning like, if a girl, like, like they, I will see a girl get uh, mingled up with a, a, a shitty guy for a long time. And the, again, sorry for lack of a better word, the shitty guy doesn't actually make his feelings and intent with her obvious, aside from weird ambiguity where she just exists around him, all right? And she has it in her head that they are a pair, but his entire demeanor and the way he conducts himself around her makes it beyond obvious that they are not a pair in his eyes you know but girls don't make that connection you know they just simply don't see that's the thing guys don't lie they simply conduct themselves accordingly now the guys who are really good at manipulating and lying those are shit bags and and i will say yeah those guys aren't shit you know but most of these guys that cheat and that, that, that these girls talk about aren't shit don't even try to lie. They conduct themselves accordingly. It's just that these girls get it in their head that somehow they're capable of changing um, men or changing a man who, who is set in his ways. So when I meet a single mother, usually they're a product of those relationships with sh- shitty guys. And my immediate thought is, how can you be so stupid as to fall for a shitty guy like that who obviously is not trying to be anything beyond sex partners with you? And if if you're going to do something like that, why why should I get involved with you? You know what I mean? Because like that again, that these guys aren't hot trying to hide what their intentions are. 
Like they literally conduct themselves according, accordingly. It's just these girls get it in their head that somehow this time things are going to be different. And I don't know. It's 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 a it's a wild world once you get into the realm of dating. And because I've I haven't been dating recently, and honestly, I haven't hooked up with anybody in a month. Um, I've cut off a lot of I cut a lot I cut off a lot of people a while ago, but recently uh, I'm gonna say mid March I cut off all my uh, friends with benefits. I I had two. I had two girls I would hit up like every now and then, but like I cut them off immediately because I don't know what's going on. I I I've, I've had this existence ex existential I can't even speak this exit whatever the fuck that word is crisis where my um where I've I've become obsessed with the essence and the meaning of relationships. Like I've begun reevaluating every one of my relationships with everybody around me. Whether or not it's my friend, is like it's, it's my friend, a roommate, my parents. I I've become I I've be I've begun reevaluating everything, um, every transaction I have an individual, every interaction, um, mainly because I'm starting to understand how we all like to a degree we are all we all make the same uh, mistake as these single mothers do by assuming other people are aligned or this other people have the same thoughts, um, the same mental mindset concerning our relationship as I do, when in fact other people, these people really don't see you in the same light as you may think they do. And yeah, you know, that's my two cents on the matter. And uh, let me move on to a more fun topic. This topic isn't very fun, but I really wanted to talk about it. And um, that is, I refuse to wear a single pair of Jordans. Now, <laughs> as a black man in America, I've received massive amounts of hate and slander for not wearing any pairs of, or owning a single pair of Jordans. And it's been that way since I was younger. Mainly because when I was younger, my parents were not willing to fork up the $200 that was needed to buy me a pair of shoes. And once I started to work myself, and I started understanding the value of money, uh, I think when I was, I th my first job was at McDonald's when I was 15. Um, and once I started working, and I saw how much uh, Jordan's cost, and I, I, I decided right there and then I didn't want to spend that kind of money on a pair of shoes. And I at first, it wasn't that serious of a conviction, you know what I mean? I was just not, I just didn't want to spend $200 on a pair of shoes when I can buy something for 45 bucks at, like, let's say, Burlington Coat Factory, um, and that shit will last just as well as shoes. Because people will buy Jordans and not wear them, like, and barely wear them in the in, a, in an entire year. Maybe wear them five times and like in a year, but but like they will keep them bagged up in one section and and never touch them for the most part because they're so obsessed with keeping them clean or nice. But once I got older, I started re and I started understanding exactly how uh, marketing works. I realized the only value in Jordan is a perceived historical. Uh, relevance and importance, if that makes sense. Like, 
Again, I'm not knocking you down if you're a sneakerhead or you're a history basketball. If you're a basketball history buff, like by all means, be that. But like when I see uh, little kids, especially kids growing up in uh, the hood, for lack of a better word, I see all these little uh, hood rats, all these little hood kids, like r looking up to Jordan or the Jordan brand as like some something that will mark their status or give them a higher stat status in life. And I see all these kids forking over hard-earned cash for a uh, $300 pair of shoes. Like, it just looks, it just seems so fucking stupid to me. It's like, you can save up that $300 and buy yourself a laptop that will help you do schoolwork or some shit like that. Like, you can, you can save up half the money you spend on Jordans a month and ha and be left over. Let's say, fucking if you're if you're looking at a good pair of Jordans, you're looking at anywhere between two hundred and fifty dollars to three hundred and fifty dollars. So let's say the medium is like three hundred dollars. And if you buy four pairs of Jordans in one month, that's twelve hundred fucking dollars that you could have kept if you just didn't spend three hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. And people say, oh, resale value. Not, not a lot of people actually resell their shoes. And if you spend $300 on a pair of shoes, it's not going to, the prices aren't going to be that much different later on. All right. Like, matter of fact, the prices will probably go down unless, of course, you got one of the rare models that no one got. Then you can flip it for like $1,000. But these rare models don't come out. And when they do, they only push out like two of them. You know, so what's the point? All right. What's the point of trying to buy every shoe there is when only once in a while there's a rare model that's actually going to be of any value in the future? On a, on a fundamental level, I just don't understand the sneakerhead craze and the obsession. Like, I like, like, don't get me wrong. I will see a pair of shoes and be like, damn, that's a fresh pair of shoes. That's a fresh pair of shoes. And I'm thoroughly impressed. But that's all it is to me, a fresh pair of shoes. I'm going to look at it, nod my head, say nice shoes, and then never look down at that man's feet ever again. Because that's all it is to me, man. Like, shoes. Like, I don't give a fuck what's on my feet as long as I'm not touching the dirt. You know, as long as my feet aren't getting stabbed with little pebbles and splinters and shit. Like, I don't understand the obsession with spending, um, like, I guess I'm sounding, like, out of touch. But personally, bro, I just don't care about much of this materialized and materialistic world. Matter of fact, it is this obsession with materialism that is making making me become even more introverted you know like i'm becoming more of a recluse and i do not I, I don't like it i don't like becoming a recluse i don't like cutting people off but at the same time i can't connect with these people like like i can't connect with them at all because they all care about you know clothes and shit. don't get me wrong like you can get a fresh pair of clothes or shirt or whatever and look cool but like if you're if you're saving up a paycheck and spitting up, spitting an entire paycheck on clothes, on shoes. Like, I, I can't connect with you. Because that's something I just won't do. Like, I see people bragging about, <laughs> I see people bragging about a $100 uh, t-shirt they bought. Like, I spent a $100 on a white tee. Like, bro, to me, I think that idiot just spent $100 on a white tee when he can go to Walmart and buy a fucking 12-pack for 10 bucks. 
even a 12 pack for 10 bucks sounds like a lot of money to me. Like, and, and I, I'm not no broke boy, bro. I have a shit ton of money saved up. I make sure to play my game right. You know, I don't spend my money like crazy. It's just like, I just... I just don't see the point of spending heinous amounts of money on shit as meaningless as fucking clothes. Like, I can't say meaningless, because at the same time, you don't want to look homeless, you know? But, it's, but, like, there's so many better things you can spend your money on than fucking sneakers and clothes. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting too, I'm getting too emotional about this topic. Let me... Let me cut it down and actually pick a fun one for you guys so you're not, you're not completely cringed out of your mind. So, I, there's this Instagram meme page called Top Comment God. It has like a million followers on Instagram. And I, I had done a promo for them before, but stopped because they started raising up their prices. And I was like, that's absurd. So, uh, you know, I, I cut them off. But after a while, I realized, hey... Um, they have a lot of uh, exposure potential. Let me let me spend the money for one last promo. So I I sent him two hundred and fifty dollars, you know, for a fucking promo. Um, and he just stopped responding to my messages. He just stopped. He didn't talk to me ever again. He hasn't talked to me. It's been two weeks now, and I've never felt more enraged and annoyed of the fact that I can't do anything about it right now. Meaning that I don't necessarily have the power to do anything about it. So I just have to sit there and watch as this motherfucker enjoys his meme page. Probably scamming dozens of other people. You know what I mean? Like, but I deserve it too. I deserve that scam. Because when I initially tried to send them the money, uh, the money got bounced back. And because Cash App was like, are you sure? This page has been, has been, uh, uh, fucking uh, flagged for scams many times, but I thought, but I so I messaged him about that. I screenshotted the the notice and I sent him, uh, sent it, sent it to him like, yo, what is this about? Are you scamming me? And he was like, nah, bro, I'm not scamming you. LOL. And so I was like, all right, for sure, he's not scamming me. Let me uh, let me go ahead and uh, spend this two hundred and fifty dollars. So I I went ahead and I went with it anyways. You know, I spent that money. Like my issue is there. Are, for the most part, I'm a heavily analytical and observant individual. But sometimes I get too cocky and prideful. Like, my word, um, like, definitely nobody has the balls to lie to me. And sometimes I lose myself in that thought that, hey, I'm too unfuckable for someone to lie to me like that. But this motherfucker lied to me straight up, bro. He lied to me without a second thought, bro. He took my money and ran, man. I've never felt more annoyed. Low-key ashamed. Like, I'm, I'm ashamed that I let that shit happen. And, like, again, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, I know if I met him in person, I'll beat that motherfucker like a bad dog. Like, are you kidding me? I will beat him fucking toothless. But at the same time, like... Like I can't do that, you know. Like I don't, I don't know him. I don't see him. I've never, I've never met him before. I don't know what he looks like. He's just a fucking meme page. But at the same time, he's a meme page that stole two hundred and fifty dollars from me, and that's and that fills me with carnal levels of rage, like carnal levels of rage and disgust with myself and rage towards him. And that, because honestly, when you when you scam people, especially on Instagram, like. As a small creator, there's not a lot of 
opportunities to go out to go ahead and bring attention to your content. Some people, you can just go ahead and say, hey man, if you edit your content out, um, people will come to you. If, you. if you're good at editing your videos, people will see the quality of your videos and just go ahead and watch it. Uh, that's cap. So like sometimes you, you gotta get lucky and hope that people notice it. Cause I've been working my dog, my ass out. And sometimes like, I'll get, I'll get a lot of, I'll get some, uh, I'll put out a video that gets some views and sometimes I won't. So like you need to pay Instagram pages, or you need you need to do some promo to get your content out. And I use the Instagram these Instagram me pages for a promo. You know, the, that's my that's the only way to really get your content out and get attention to what you're what you're pu putting out. If you're a small time creator without the huge level of uh, support that comes from I don't know the other guys that you know that that are more established. And when these meme pages scam you, you fuck up the system because that that meme page top god comments, um, he would have been infinitely better off to take my money and then do the promo anyways. All right, because then I'd be willing to come back and spend more money. Now he just has two hundred and fifty dollars, um, and he probably already spent that on something else, and he will never have a chance of making more money from me. You know, like when you do that type of shit, you ruin the chances of uh, you ruin the market itself that's already fragile and is based off of trust. You know, and I hate when I see these meme pages screw over, screw people over like that. Like, you know, you have a perfect opportunity to make a shitload of money and create a free market system and take advantage of a free market system of promo on Instagram. You know, like that's a beautiful system. That's the people taking the opportunity into their own hands and utilizing the resources at, you know, their disposal. But when when these dickheads actually do scamming and fuck you over, it kills the the process in general because people are less willing to give it a shot. But whatever, I digress. Uh, enough about about me and my bitterness of being fucking scammed to oblivion. Um, if you if you do follow if you if you are subscribed to me and you do know this page, uh, definitely go slander his page and send them hate and make sure the rest of the world knows the injustice the injustice I was served and get me justice. I swear to God, vengeance will be mine and I am committed to somehow getting this man back. But um, let's 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 move on to a less uh, heartbreaking topic for me. All right. So the next topic is boneless chicken wings versus chicken wings with bones. Listen, this is a this is something I've been thinking about because like I see a lot of people um, slandering uh, chicken wings with bones because I guess boneless wings are easier to eat. Listen here, boys and girls. A real man eats his chicken with bone. Don't give me this crap about boneless wings being easier to eat without getting greasy. The greasier a man gets from eating his chicken wings, the more of a reward the meal is. The grease should be welcomed as battle scars. Literally, it is a battle scar. You're having a battle with your fucking meal, and you conquer that bitch by eating and, 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 and devouring every piece of meat off those fucking bones. A man who eats a plate of wings with bones has the potential to conquer nations. And I swear to God, that is that is my philosophical outlook on life. 
Because think about this, guys. When you're eating uh, boneless wings, it's like a little snack. It, it might as well be chicken nuggets. You might as well be eating spicy chicken nuggets. And like, if that's if that's what you're doing, be honest with yourself. Say, yeah, I'm eating spicy chicken nuggets. Don't say you're eating wings. Like, no, there's no bone in there to suggest that it's wings. However, if you're eating chicken wings with bones and you're devouring that motherfucker, you're letting the grease slobber all over your fucking face with complete disregard to looking neat and professional because you're, you're in tuned with your savage manly side and you're devouring a good pair, a good plate of wings, you know, and that, my friend, is the reward. Those of you guys who seek to stay clean and look all put together when you eat your chicken wings, I, I, it couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Honestly, it couldn't. Like, I don't feel satisfied unless uh, my hands are greased up, my face is greased up, and my beard is a little greased up after that shit. That is a manly reward, and I'm sticking with that shit. But whatever. That's my two cents. Thanks for tuning in, boys and girls. Make sure you check out my book on Amazon. It is called Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Aside from that, boys and girls, it's been a lovely day, a lovely time talking with you. Stay focused, stay alert, and God bless.